0: it's cracking lovely people it's the big feed up hq podcast welcome to the show i'm not really too sure what episode number this is but it doesn't matter it's matt here i'm your host i'm a nutritionist by trade and i started this little podcast as a bit of a hobby to have interesting conversations with people around business around nutrition around resilience and i've got two really good friends on the show it's absolutely fantastic to catch up with them they're changing the face of fueling for function Uh, when you get a little bit of palate fatigue when you're running or cycling and you're done with all the sweet treats you bring in a prime bar so oh yeah (laughs) we've got Luke and Fred on the show and yeah we're just going to get into this and uh, hear a little bit about how they started the company hear a little bit about uh, why they started the company so lads welcome to the show thank you very much yeah good to be here in your humble abode yeah so actually, we we live pretty close to each other, and uh, yeah, we've only just realised that. So we come down to the pub, and uh, yeah, it's good to it's good to get a few drinks in and, and crack on. So six down, <laughs> slurring. Anyway, I think yeah, let's just. We don't necessarily have to start at the beginning, but I introduced it a little bit around, you know, being a snack bar or being something that's a little bit more savoury. posted about me on the floor. People can obviously go to the link in the show notes and things to find out more about the company. But, you know, let's hear a bit, bit about you guys and, and why you started it and, and you know. All that. Well, well I, I mean, I think one key,
1: key bit that we always bring up um, is the kind of connection to long distance running and ultramarathon races. Um, and we were sort of very kind of keenly into it for quite a few years and and I think the epiphany moment was for us over in in America um, running a grand to grand race in Utah and uh, you know you've got to carry your own nutrition in your rucksack for seven days Um, you know it's all about weight it's all about getting as many calories in there as possible But really what you tend to sacrifice is actually kind of taste and food quality, obviously with all that sort of stuff. Mm. And um, I mean, not going to lie, you know, the Americans are kind of advanced when it comes to the meat snack side of things. So tried a lot of products over there that gave us some real inspiration. But really, um, for me in particular, it was that using natural whole foods to really get your, your mind back in the right place. so you know in particular the midway through this week you're doing a double marathon it's 33 33 32 degrees C your feet are knackered you're you're in a mess and um, having some really great kind of jerky nuts seeds fruits at this one point literally 26 miles in Mm. and everyone has a great laugh you all sort of meet in this one place sit down have this stuff and it was just sort of dawned on me that there must be a way of making all of this stuff much more convenient in a, in a way that you can eat it, whether you're on a bike, whether you're, you're running, whether you're skiing, whether you're out for a long period of time. Mm. Um, and, and we just, I was just really keen to think about like, how can we raise that mental state that I've got from doing this? How do you get really good real foods in a, in a, in a, in a format that can help people doing that on their adventures? Yeah. So that's kind of where the thing all started. And then, uh, at that very moment, Fred, Fred and I, having met at uni the ten years before, thought we should we should really take this seriously, do something yeah.
2: with it. Sure. We caught each other's eye across the dance floor. <laughs> anyway, ten years later, we had a cheeky meat
0: bar. So what's that mean? What's in these bars? Like, tell everyone again. Obviously, they can click through. They can they can see the nutritional profile oh, of the, is the bars. Oh, Yeah. Talk everyone through it now.
2: So our our big sort of thing when we try and uh, talk to people about. You know why we're better than everything else if we just get people to you know look at the back of their protein bar look at the back of the gel or the energy bar anything you buy from most gyms or sports websites uh, that resembles a bit of uh you know energy or protein uh, is filled with about 50 ingredients and you can't even pronounce any of the ingredients so we wanted to bring something that firstly as luke said something that was savory that was real food you know that you could look forward to but also something that didn't feel like you were compromising on when you put it in your body from an an ingredient perspective so just have a ton of you know stuff in there that you see in your kitchen at home you you know you'd feed a baby uh, all the stuff we put in there it's fruits, herbs, spices it's um, oh, you know, so simple.
0: I love yeah, that term.
2: Yeah. You just like feed it to your baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have any. Yeah, we haven't done any tasting. Not trial not on any babies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got one coming now. I didn't tell you that. Really? Yeah. Oh, September twenty-first. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, it's purely for the business though. Um, but, um, <laughs> Test subjects. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> what is that? What's that shop that, on the high street that, um, You know, in, what's the soap shop on the high street? Body shop. Body shop, yeah. Is it? A little version of that. that don't test on animals. Oh, yeah,
0: but okay. Right. I wonder
2: where you're that. going with that. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, end of that and beginning oh, of this being about meat and the whole thesis of the business was to bring in this beautiful, savoury snack and we wanted to use it as this, you know, delicious snack, you know, something that was, um, you know, naturally uh, mm. functional and, and, you know, using a very nutrient dense form of protein uh, you know such as beef which Mm. is our main ingredient um, you know allows us to give people something that they recognize as a source of protein rather than a sort of highly highly processed uh whey protein isolate or some you know derivative of a soybean or something yeah um, so you know we've got people eating our bars that are telling us is like you know great what's that meat and two veg in a, in a bar yeah and it sounds a little bit rude but actually it's exactly what it is so um, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. we always talk about you know going back to hunt gatherer gather a diet mm-hmm. giving people things that they recognize as um, genuine protein sources so that's what we're all about
0: mm-hmm. yeah so you're saying so, something that's obviously tasty, something that's natural. Portable is obviously quite quite key. Yeah. And um, portable, you often have to
2: sacrifice. You often, you know, most things are. We found in the whole process when we were really trying to take the product to the next level last year that often to get shelf life on a product you just have to stack it full of sh- sugar. And actually, yes. you know, we we haven't done that. You know, we we've been able to sort of, you know, cleverly um, get a little bit of shelf life on our product by slow cooking the meat. Um, but everything out there. In the toilet, sports nutrition because it's got four years shelf life on it it's mm. just a stack full of sugar um, that's
0: a hard one trying to get the uh, yeah marry up the, the nutrient density of the bottle. obviously the amount of the ingredients yeah. in there to, to hit the, you know a minimum effective dose in terms of what you want out of it yeah. protein intake um, making it tasty and then making it last yeah so I don't that, obviously, obviously we've we'll be been here forever hearing mm. about the process mm. of that but mm. how can you maybe let, let listeners know what, what went into that because obviously you don't know, just think of okay we're going to do this meatball that's going to be easy we're going to put four ingredients together and let's crack on yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah well how does that all work
1: uh, what's the development the product development yeah yeah a bit of product
0: development <laughs> um well,
1: mean, them all away? no no i mean so so my my background is in the meat industry so i sort of i thought it was going to be a lot easier than it was and in the first i mean the first like year and a half we're literally in these ovens industrial ovens at three in the morning because you've got to like turn them on to get get everything cooked before like the factory actually gets going on the product that's actually selling and all this stuff that all these yeah. hurdles that we didn't think yeah we couldn't be expected right. so so really in the early days it was all about like genuine trial and error but just us two with without any sort of professional input really we we, we dealt with a couple of companies um, Really hard because guys are like, yeah, yeah, we'll give you a, we'll give you a day, you know, it's kind of like consultancy stuff. But they're just after that, completely forget about it. Whereas it's like a real kind of long-term, mm-hmm. ongoing test sort of thing. So early days, it's literally in the factory, trying different doses of all sorts of stuff, and Amazing. then sending it off to the lab. And then you get like a steadfast kind of, you know, result on on you know, bacterial growth and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and then we were able to get something that was sort of health safe. And, and out to, uh, out to like, you know our endurance runner friends and all those guys to see see how that'll work. We got the taste right pretty quickly. Yeah. But it was all about getting the shelf life to a point where you know, I genuinely could sit in a rucksack and yeah. you know guys going out in 30 degrees or alternatively you know it's in a, in a fridge in London for the sort of, sort of two weeks. Mm. Um, so yeah, that that kind of phase one and that got us all the way through to sort of middle of middle of last year. Um, and then really, like Fred was saying, we wanted to take it to the next level, we wanted to clean it up, we wanted to sort of actually really focus on refining the macros, sort of getting the fats to the right level and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and that, I mean, we basically became scientists, like for all of last summer. We got guys in from the US, um, and as I say, these guys are it's really advanced over there, you know, meat snapping is just a huge part of the... You know a consumer's life really. Mm. Um, yeah. So, we got some guys in from there, they gave us only so much, really helpful. We also had to go to Germany for some other guys. We met our first master butcher and our first meat engineer. I mean, did not Headband. know those guys existed, but yeah, yeah, yeah. seriously switched on guys um, and teaching us all sorts of new stuff. And then, and then, one kind of extra bit, which I and I kind of want to reiterate that this isn't like. A real. This isn't as as processed as it sounds, but we're using this technique, which we think is actually going to be really, really mainstream. Um, but quite vast. It's it's basically where the completely cooked, finished, packed product goes into a, a, a into cold water, and the water is evenly put under pressure. And so the guys at this place explain like, if you took a product down to the bottom of the Mariana Trench, basically nothing lives there. This pressure is six times that. But it doesn't affect the the quality of the meat at all. You couldn't couldn't taste it. But it's just a way of making it just really safe. So with all of that learning, we've got to a point where we genuinely think we've got like home cooked meal quality and taste. Yeah. But in in it, you know, in it in a package which confidently w- would last a year. Yeah. Um, at the moment it's got seven month shelf life on. So so. We you know, we wanna be supplying ultra runners and cyclists and yeah. whoever in Hong Kong, you know, why not? It should it's all British politics. British British stuff, but we can we can do that. So sure. that's sure. where we're at with it, yeah.
0: Amazing. So I think I do know, to give to give people a little bit of perspective around protein intake and training, all those kind of things. Um, You know, look, government recommends 0.8 grams per kilo body weight a day for protein for the average person. You know, if you're listening to this and you're active two, three days a week, something like that, you know, you're probably pushing things up between one gram per kilo, 1.2 grams per kilo, you know, to support energy needs immune function all those kind of things and then often with people that i work with every day getting that level up is is the hard thing so yeah obviously you guys aren't paying me to say this or anything like that but ha- having a protein rich snack is interesting especially if you are becoming more active because um yeah you, you you need to start driving in a little bit more and especially if it's whole food ingredients it's taste profile you can pair it with fruits or something like that too to turn it into maybe a bit more of a, of a balanced meal it's uh, it's interesting so if you took your your weight and times it by in kilos and times it by one or times it by 1.2 then you can figure out the amount of grams you might be eating in a day and then how something like this would feed towards it and then after exercise again you start to think okay how much minimum effective dose you want to after exercise you can take your weight and in kilos and times it by like 0.25 so for most people unless they are heavier so that might be just a heavier individual in general or someone playing a combat sport okay they're going to need more than 30 you know maybe even 40 grams after training the average person between 10 and 20 grams something like that you know after exercise Um, or again if you're doing it before exercise so your so like your bars are interesting because obviously they feed towards that Mm. so like how like in terms of macronutrient side things like what, what, what are we getting in the box. So bang on actually. Um, we're at 10 to 12 grams per bar. Yeah.
1: Um, so that's up at like 26.5 to 28%, depending on which bar you go in. Um, so, I mean, you. We consider, I consider that obviously it's high because it's in those high percentages. Yeah. It's not at the 20 grams that you'll get in a, a, a whey powder protein bar, but for, for me, correct, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, I my perception of that kind of figure in a bar, yeah, makes me think that's massively over processed. No offense to any any of those bars out there, but I don't. Long before I did this, I wouldn't go for one of those. It feels unnaturally
0: high. Yeah. You know, I'd rather wait and have an egg at home, sort of thing. Yeah. So, well, I, I think it feeds into that like you said, if you're using snacks like this and you're and you're working towards a certain amount over the day, and then you're you're feeding in other other foods, like you said, eggs, naughty little veggies, snacks there and there, things like that, mate. Yeah. It's uh, it all builds it up, and uh, you're getting other forms of nutrition as well, mm-hmm. which is interesting. And I think people. Yeah, from a nutrition point of view, so many people are so quick to cut out powerhouses like beef, or like uh, liver, or like, uh, yeah, animal foods, I think it's a real, you know, it goes out saying it's a real trend for people just to eliminate that for no reason. This
2: moves on to the whole meat conversation, which, you know, a lot of people say, are. Oh,
0: what are you doing saying for me? What are you doing, yeah.
2: Yeah, what are you doing, and uh, how are you doing, guys, that's the worst <laughs> idea. With, uh, but then that's why
0: I like to get you on, because in yeah. this longer form, can understand what goes into it where you get it from yeah. why you're doing it yeah. and then and then also it's one of those things where um where does it place and, and like you guys are saying it's a snack that might that's low in sugar yeah. it's also something that will support performance yeah. and then people will start to and it's a basis, and where they of, need basis it. to, to
2: move into like the way we think about me which is um to not try and get uh, people to eat more meat, but try and get them to eat better meat. Uh, we're certainly not yeah. asking people to be, you know, smashing five prime bars every day. Yeah. We want them to replace, uh, not mentioning any names, but not lesser more, quality but meat snacks with better quality meat snacks. We want them to uh, look at uh, the way we are uh, rearing our cattle uh, and think, oh, that's a, you know, that's a benchmark there. Uh, and and we need to be making sure all our meat is 100% grass fed, and we need to be making sure it's all. From uh, sources that are really credible, um, that have really high welfare standards, and, and not just thinking of meat as a sort of um, something I have in every meal yeah. and I don't care where it's from. You know, when you have meat, make sure you know where it's from and make sure you, uh, you know, you think it's a sensible place that you should be getting a, you know, a bit of, you know, meat from, and uh, make sure you're paying for it.
0: Yeah, and I think. You know, the more people that are being conscious about their diet, I wanted to get you guys on because obviously, you know, you're making a meat product and people are choosing to do other things, but it shows how conscious you've been in the production of it and then the quality of it and if people are choosing things like this. Yeah. And they're being more conscious about where they're getting their and the protein and things from, especially on the go. Yeah. And especially while they're travelling or they're busy at work and they're picking up meals and things, they don't necessarily know where It's very go.
2: hard to get Take a, 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 a sandwich or... A, a, a snack on the go. No where uh, from. Where where the meat is from a credible source. And I'm I mean broadly speaking, and in, in supermarkets included, you know, most of the meat in, in snacks is, is doesn't have any provenance to it whatsoever. And we found that there was you know there's a real opportunity to have a snack for people who wanted something that yeah all that macronutrient stuff, but yeah, yeah. actually something that was uh, you know a meat snack that had some responsible. Um, backing to its provenance um, so yeah we, we're pretty unique in that uh, and that's why our bar costs £2.50 rather than 50p mm. Um, mm. because because we're paying for the quality that we've got in that supply chain mm. Mm. cool yeah. so
0: we talked a little bit about why you started the company um, what goes into the bars
2: who
0: who have been consuming these things what events have you guys been at what's been cracking because obviously you've been behind the scenes absolutely crafting so Talk us through the kind of fun side of things when you're actually handing the, the, the products over to people and, and doing that. Sure, yeah, well, I mean, to go backwards, I think, we li- literally
1: just saying earlier, just come um, away from a weekend for this 100-mile hundred mile, um, mile bike ride with the guys in New Forest. Um, awesome, awesome moment, as we were saying earlier. Like, You know, it's these setting up these companies Mm. is so much fun, but like you go through some emotional highs and lows. And a real high is this whole like validation you get from meeting people, your you know your customers, future customers, in the right place, the right time for them to have your product. So to 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 give you this example, we're um, we're at mile 60 in the New Forest on Saturday morning, uh, midday ish um about 19 degrees C like just beautiful day and these guys have been cycling at sort of pretty quick pace 16 to 20 20 mile an hour miles uh, sorry uh, 20 miles an hour yeah and um and they literally turn up to the table that we were on with another couple of nutrition businesses um a lot of cakes a lot of flapjacks out standard kind of bike stuff and then there we are as the only kind of savory option the only option with any sort of salt content and um that thing to uh, really you know the, the thing that you really are after once you've been out on the road on a bike for a couple of hours so having these guys like unclip walk over and ask if there's anything salty or anything savory and yeah. um for us to be there for us to like you know, these guys to see see what the product is, mm. to really question what the hell, you know, um, a, a meat bar is and what it looks like. And then, you know, to try it, to love it, come back and fill their pockets with a load more. Mm. And then, you know, to leave um, that day, it's now Monday, we've had good 10, 20 emails, just guys personally getting in touch, mm. um, just to say, thanks so much. It's a, it's a revelation for the cycling. Yeah um and yeah like they they've all sort of bought in the last 48 hours so re- it's really given us uh given us a new you know avenue to chase um and that's literally in the last couple of weeks um other than that we've been doing a load of stuff with the threshold series which is a sort of really great great set of events that are um mostly mostly long distance running focus but i like i <laughs> i describe them as like the glaston for running it's it's just really cool they've got a great campsite all pre pre-set up and uh you know they go out for up to 100 miles but they'll also do a 75 a 50 and a 25 and i think they even do in the same day. well it's a sorry that's over three days thank you uh, oh thanks and uh so what that does is means that like
0: yeah it's Cheers.
1: it go means on. that anyone anyone can kind of join all shapes and sizes, Um, Heineken, Diageo get heavily involved. And that's another thing that's been great, you know, like, sort of towards the end of the day, runners coming through, they're just done with the sweet stuff that's really powered them through most of the day. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, they're just lapping it up. So, another great win. Mm -hmm. Um, But then sort of talk about you know, where it's selling, what, what customers have been enjoying it. We're, we're on Wiggle um, with Sigma Sports, two really interesting outfits, they've been brilliant. Cool. Um, Amazon's been great in, in a way to sort of reach out to anyone and everyone, um, and also sort of be able to direct people from, from wherever we meet them to, to, to buy there. Um, and one of the big four major retailers is actually um, really interested, giving us a listing um, mm. to be revealed soon enough. It's um, really good, so yeah, it's all turned the corner. Correct. And people
0: can obviously they can you know they can go online and, and buy them. It's not just at events and things. Like www.primebar.co.uk. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Quality. Cool. Oh, good. Decent. So. Um, forward slash collections forward slash shop. <laughs> What's the best flavour then? Because there's two flavours, isn't there? I'm an mm-hmm. apricot man.
2: Uh, I'm a chilli man.
0: All oh, right, that works yeah,
2: yeah. perfectly. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Good. Yeah, we've got lots in the pipeline as well, people. Barbecue other proteins really oh yeah mm. thinking awesome. of a cheeky venison thinking of a chicken a cheeky oh, yeah. yeah
0: yeah i saw that you um on your shop you got you got buffs and trucker hats we have <laughs> yeah, long, we yeah we don't to, I'm I'm we actually <laughs> <chucked laughs> in i'm going to buy one of those hats working. we're making
2: much more money over the buffs <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, yeah. Oh, man, that's really really cool
2: yeah um so yeah we've got a lot of um sticking with the theme of you know trying to give people the best quality proteins they can get but in snack form there's a lot we can do uh yeah with uh sticks and bites and uh, flavors and different proteins yeah. so
0: expect a lot more uh expect a lot more innovation from these kids decent decent all right okay. so um so yeah i obviously i'll put everything in the show notes guys in terms of where to get the bars I'll link to. I'll probably link. I'll, I'll get. I'll get you to um, let me know about some of those events. What was that other one called? Threshold series. Yeah. 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 Race to the Kings and stuff. Cool, cool, cool. Because they sound they all sound decent. All these peeps will be doing them. So um, see, so yeah, I'll link to those guys, and
2: then doing um, a lot more Wiggle events and Sigma events. That's it. That's um, it. You know, uh, we'll be really out and about there, Doing a lot of stuff with all the sort of running communities this summer. Yeah. And, um, yeah, which we'll is local cycle clubs will be there a lot um, and um
0: yeah thanks for all the love cool cool okay amazing awesome we'll probably wrap up there then team um absolutely mega look everyone i get these in while i can you know we're bashing around at a pub and we really appreciate it um thank you so much for listening hopefully the noise and things uh, didn't annoy you too much but look, it's really good to just crack a little bit of a chat with a couple of good friends and hear about how their couple business has been going Mate, it's all good um, continue to listen to the show please share it with someone if you like it and uh, yeah after you listen to this I might have pushed maybe um, nine and a half thousand listens which is yeah, which is really good and it's, uh, it's really driving me forward to keep meeting new people and uh, yeah just having interesting conversations so I really appreciate it and speak soon very much. Cheers, Matt.